your spirit be with us now.
church say amen. amen. From the book of Titus. Titus, Titus. First, first Timothy, second Timothy, Titus. <laughs> From the book of Titus. <clears throat> Chapter 2, we begin our reading with verse 11. For the grace of God that bringeth salvation appeared to all men, teaching us Denying ungodliness, denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world, looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God of our, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. I want this morning to use that scripture and I, to talk from this subject, moving Christmas beyond the season. Moving Christmas beyond the season. We are now in the midst of yet another Christmas season or another Christmas celebration. This is our annual celebration of the birth of Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world. The one who we celebrate as being born on one cold night in a stable in Bethlehem. And all that we are doing, all that we are doing, the truth of the matter is we are celebration. All of the things that we are doing are in celebration of his birth. We're celebrating his birthday. Because it is a birthday celebration, because it is a birthday celebration that comes once a year, it seems to me like this celebration has sort of taken on the air of everybody else's birthday. Seems to me, since it is a birthday celebration, that it has sort of, all of us, it just sort of to mankind, it's just another birthday. You know how we treat birthdays. You know how we treat birthdays? It's, it's that one day that a person is celebrated. We buy gifts, balloons, we get a cake, we sing happy birthday, treat them special for one day. Are y'all hearing me? And the truth is, my brothers and sisters, that the celebration, that, that, that the celebration of Jesus for many in this world, that celebration will stop on his birthday. Are y'all hearing me? 
for many people in this world, that day, the 25th of December, when everybody gets up, open up their gifts, that's the end of the birthday celebration. Somehow, somehow the celebration has been hijacked by the world of commercialism. And now the celebration is no longer about the birth, but now the celebration is about the bottom line. And as a result, as a result, we see a birthday celebration that extends all the way from before Halloween till after New Year, which is less and less about the birth of a Savior and more about the season itself. So it's easy. It's easy to fall in step and, 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 and chime in with cute phrases like Jesus is the reason for the season. And he is the reason for the season. But the whole truth is that Jesus is the reason for every season. The problem is that most of the people who are all into the grand celebration have no idea who or what it is that's being celebrated. And they certainly have no idea why they're celebrating it. But I want to submit this morning, I want to submit to you that on that cold night in Bethlehem when the angels made that glorious announcement to the shepherds watching their sheep, the angel was not announcing the beginning of a new holiday tradition. Y'all ain't hearing me. They, they, they were not, they, 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 they were not announcing the, the greatest season of the year. But this was an announcement of a new beginning for a world that needed a new beginning. Are y'all hearing this? It, it was an announcement that was filled with new possibilities for all who would believe and accept this wonderful gift that God was giving the earth. It was an announcement. It was an announcement not for just a season, but it was an announcement for a lifetime and a lifetime for all eternity. But in order to appreciate the announcement, you've got to understand the dark and gloomy condition that the world was in at that time. You got to understand how dark it was for the world. Read your Bible. And you will find that, 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 that time and time again, God had been shut out of his own creation. God created man in his own image and man fell away from him. God at one point destroyed the world and decided to start all over again with Noah and his family. But it wasn't long before mankind had corrupted this whole new beginning. They sent Moses with the law to try to bring mankind back in the check. But guess what? Man broke every law. He sent the prophets to give instructions and to lead his people back into a right relationship with him, but the prophets were ignored and many of them were put to death. So, 400 years, God was silent. 
400 years, God said nothing. 400 years, nobody heard anything from God. It almost seems uh, that God had given up on his own creation. But after 400 years of silence, after 400 years of hopelessness and silence, the silence was broken with this announcement. Listen once again to this great announcement by the angels. After 400 years, listen what the announcement was. Fear not. For behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. But I want to submit to you this morning, I want to submit to you this morning that this is the same announcement that Paul is speaking about here in Titus. I want to submit to you that there ain't no difference in what they were saying and what Paul is trying to say to us here in the book of Titus. He reminds us that the arrival of Jesus was much more than a birth to be celebrated once a year. But it's a birth that's going to bring a permanent change in the lives of men forever. Listen to how Paul says it. Listen to how he states it. For the grace of God has appeared. God has extended grace from the beginning, but now his grace appears in the flesh. Are y'all hearing me? That, 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 that's the birth of Jesus. That's what Paul is talking about. He's talking about the birth of Jesus. Yeah, John, John said it like this. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. But three things, three things Paul points out. He points out about his appearing. Let me point out these three small things and we'll go home. That number one, the birth of Jesus was a gift to everybody. Y'all hearing me? The birth of Jesus was a gift to the English Standard Version says it brings salvation to all people. You know the word for God so loved the world, the whole world, the God so loved the world. No longer was that a chosen group of people. He tried that. That didn't work. Y'all ain't hearing me. No longer was there just a chosen group of people. That didn't work. Yeah, he, God did not renege on his promise to the Jews, but now salvation was extended to all who would believe. Old Testament promise, I will bless them. That's that, 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 that promise that, that, that the Jews like to talk about. That, 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 I will bless them that bless you and curse them that curse you. But now with the birth of Jesus, this same promise is offered to everybody who will believe on him. That's why I stand every time I get up. That's why every time I get up, you're going to hear me say he died. He got up. That's why you always hear me say, if you will confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, yeah, what I'm doing, I'm giving you a chance to choose him. Really doesn't matter how great a gift is. Doesn't matter how great it is if, if you don't accept it. 
Are y'all hearing me? It really doesn't matter how great a gift is if you don't realize the value of that gift. How many of you have bought stuff for your children and, and they'll take it out of the box and play with the box? Are y'all hearing me? They don't know the value of what it is that they have. The second thing that Paul wants you and I to know is that this gift it is received, the gift that we are receiving is a life-changing gift. Are y'all hearing this? Look at what the word says. It says, it trains us to renounce ungodliness and worldly passions and to live, and to live self-controlled and upright godly lives. That's what this gift does. Don't tell me that you have received this wonderful gift that God has given the world and nothing in your life has changed. Paul says it. He, he says it causes us to live our lives differently. If you have received this gift, you're not the same anymore. If you have received this gift, you have a brand new life. And old folks said it like this. A new walker, got a new talk, got a new attitude. If you have received this gift. In another place, Paul said it like this. If any man be in Christ, the new creature, all things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. But then finally, Paul leaves us with our thought for the day. He leaves us with our thought for the day. This gift from God, this gift of grace was not just for that cold night in Bethlehem. It was not just for a season, but it is a gift for this present age. Are y'all hearing me? King James Version say it, it, it's for this present world. So as I head to my seat, as I head to my seat, I want to invite all who have received this wonderful gift to help me carry this wonderful spirit beyond the Christmas season. Are y'all hearing me? Oh yeah, let's celebrate now. Let, let, let's go ahead and celebrate now. But I'm challenging the people of God. Let's not stop after the 25th. Let's carry this beyond this Christmas season. Yes, you'll turn off the lights. You'll take down the tree. You'll put the decorations back up. You'll throw away the wrapping paper. Yeah, you're going to get rid of it. Matter of fact, something's going to happen to all those gifts. But hold on to the spirit. Hold on to the spirit of this wonderful season because what Jesus came to do, what Jesus came to do for us is not seasonal. Somebody ought to shout. I say what Jesus came to do for you and what he came to do for me is not seasoned. Are y'all hearing me? Jesus, somebody ought to say thank God. He didn't come just to show us love for a season. Somebody ought to shout. He didn't come just so I could shout for a season. He didn't come for me to feel good for a season. He didn't come for me to have joy just for a season. Jesus came as an expression of love. God's love that will last throughout eternal. 
He came as an expression of love that will last as long as all of us last and even beyond our time here on earth. Are y'all hearing me? Jesus came to express love and he expressed that love. Let me tell you how he expressed that love. He, he expressed that love by giving up his life. That's how he expressed love. He expressed that love by taking up my cross, putting it on his shoulder, dying on a cross. But I thank God that ain't the end of the story. He expresses his love by getting up from the grave early Sunday morning. And early Sunday morning, he gets up from the grave. He takes the sting from death, robbed the grave of his victory. And because of that, I have eternal life. So I come today saying, take everything else down. I know you're not going to have your tree up past New Year. I know all of that kind of stuff. But I, I'm telling you that this celebration is much more than what we make it. The celebration and we as the people of God, we as the people of God, we've got to keep this spirit alive. We've got to go beyond the holiday. I can't speak of anything else, don't know what anybody else is going to get, what you might get, whether you might get something you want or you don't want, but I declare I'm happy with Jesus alone. Are y'all hearing me? I say I'm happy with Jesus alone. Poor and deserted, but thank God. That's what the hymn writer said. Ooh, and deserted, but thank God I can say I'm happy with Jesus alone. That ought to be the thought in the mind of every child of God doing and beyond this season. I'm happy with Jesus alone. If there ain't nothing under the tree, <laughs> I'm happy with Jesus Alone, if my bonus ain't what I thought it was going to be, I'm happy with Jesus, with Jesus alone. If nobody else does it, the people of God ought to do it. If the world doesn't understand that, you and I, even beyond Christmas, and that's why the world didn't pay it any attention is because they think that we don't pay it any attention. That's why the world doesn't, doesn't think about it beyond Christmas is because they think we don't think about it beyond Christmas. But I want us to commit ourselves to carry the birth of Jesus beyond the season. Are y'all hearing this? All of us, every day, or to just bow down where we are and just adore him and invite the world. Oh, come, let us adore him every day, every day, every hour, every moment. Just, you don't have to wait until he did something big. Every day he does something big. Wakes you up every morning. You ought to adore him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yes. Just lift your voices with me. 
salvation he purchased my salvation he Folks who 
would take out credit cards and they would go in debt to try to get gifts and provide for those folk, many of whom may not even enjoy their own company. They would go in debt. But let me tell you that when you were born into this world, you had such a debt that you and I could not pay. And it took somebody to be born of a virgin. It took somebody to live a sinless life, but it took somebody to take that life and give that very life on yonder's cross and die the death. And when he died, he said, it is finished. The, the debt is paid in full. And you ought to be happy today that if you accept Jesus Christ, your debt has been paid in full. Your sin debt has been paid in full. Whatever was in the closet has been paid in full. Whatever was done in the dark has been paid in full. And all you have to do is give your life to him. He simply says, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for my yoke is easy. And my burden is light. If you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus... Believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead. The Bible declares that you will be saved. So wherever you are, you will be saved today if you confess Jesus Christ. And if you confess him today, you can take him beyond the season that is Christmas. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you. And oh Lord, we bless you for yet another time to, for us to worship your holy and your righteous name that even in the midst of this season we celebrate your birth but Lord we look forward to what you did on Calvary's Hill because it was in that day that you saved our soul it says Lord that you died a death when you died death died and Lord we thank you for dying but Lord we ask now that those who are not in the free pardon of your sin, if they will lift up their eyes unto the hills which cometh their help and let them know all that their help comes from the Lord who is the maker of heaven and earth. Lord, save somebody's soul right now. In the midst of this year, save somebody right now, Lord. Lift up your voice, Lord, and tell somebody that it's going to be all right if you know Jesus like I know him. It don't matter how bad it has gotten. It is going to be all right because God is still on the throne. That day he was born king and he still is ruling and super ruling right now. Lord, Lord, we thank you. Lord, we bless you. This is in the name of Jesus that we pray and ask every single blessing for those that we have seen and those that we haven't even seen. Lord, we thank you for being our God. Lord, we thank you for dying a death. Lord, we thank you that one day you're going to come back and receive us unto yourself. And Lord, we praise you for the very gift that you have given in Jesus Christ. We pray in that precious name and bless everybody. Lord, we thank you. Amen. 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 Why don't we bless the Lord in this house? Let's bless the Lord in his house. We we thank God today for his word. 
We thank God for this wonderful season that we are celebrating. But we thank him most of all that for the children of God, every season is Christmas. For the children of God, every season is a season of celebration. Again, let me thank all of you for your presence. So happy to see many of my preachers here today. Just so good to see all of y'all. Amen. Good. Uh, we are not quite where we can all show up again, but I do thank you for your help. Thank you for coming to, to help us out. Let me just share this information with you. First of all, I want us to be in prayer for one of our newest members, matter of fact, Sister Stephanie Farmer. Uh, Sister Stephanie Farmer lives in California, but during this time has united with our church. And I want all of us to just call her name uh, in our prayers. She, and within the last two weeks, she lost a brother and her husband on last week, her brother last week and her husband this week. So I, I just want us to be in prayer uh, with Stephanie Farmer. Uh, we are her church family, and I want us to do what we do for church family, call the office and find out an address or whatever we need to do uh, so that we can just reach out and walk her through and help her through this period. It's her now, but we don't know when it's going to be us. So let's just keep her in our prayers. On this uh, tomorrow, tomorrow at 1230 uh, here at on the campus, uh, there is going to be a good trouble, what they, what was called a good trouble march, uh, a, a votercade. Uh, and uh, we were challenged by John Lewis uh, to cause good trouble. And that's exactly what it seems. All we're doing is trying to do what we ought to do, but... If that's trouble to somebody, then it's just trouble to somebody. Uh, but what we're doing is a good trouble voter cave. And all that we're doing is trying our best to get everybody to go vote. We aren't telling you who to vote for. As a matter of fact, this is completely bipartisan. Anybody that wants to come can come, no matter what your party. We just need everybody to get serious about voting. So tomorrow here, there will be uh, this Good Trouble Votercade, right, start here. And then after that, there will be a motorcade that will go to the local voting precinct. And people will begin right then to cast their votes on tomorrow. So that's tomorrow at 1230. If you're available, please come. And let's be a part of this. We are on our way to heaven, but we are not there yet. We've got to live here until we leave here to go to heaven. And we need to try to do all that we can to bring about his kingdom here. That kingdom come, that will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We have a responsibility down, down here. Also, on, on uh, December the 14th, Monday, December the 14th at 7 p.m., there will be a information, a voter information Zoom uh, coming from here. Uh, a voter information Zoom, uh, and that session will be on the 14th at 7. So uh, at that point on the 14th, you'll be able to go into that uh, on the 7th, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, on the 14th at 7 p.m., and you'll be able to get 
all information on voting. You get any questions that you might have about the elections. Uh, you'll be able to talk that through during that session. Amen. Amen. God bless you. God keep you is our prayer. We continue to pray for our sick and those who are shut in. Reverend Bush, we thank you for for being obedient to Tory. <laughs> Amen. I ain't gonna say Tory wouldn't let you come, but I know you're not here. <laughs> Amen. So we thank God for your obedience and just being still and healing right now. Amen. Brother Chestnut, thank you so much. Thank you so much for being in place. Our men, thank you so much. Uh, I, I uh, got a call <laughs> the last time you all sang. It's amazing. People call and they'll say, say, Reverend, and these people from way off, I think this call came from New Jersey. Say, Reverend, I'll tell you what, those are some of the happiest men I've seen in a long time. <laughs> So, so I want to thank y'all for just being happy men and want you to know that it's being spread, being spread all over the nation. Thank you so much upstairs. Thank everybody. God be with you. Tammy, thank you so much. God be with you till we meet again. of God, sweet communion of his Holy Spirit, rest, rule, and abide with us now, henceforth, and forevermore, let us all say, Amen, Amen, There are several ways to submit your tithe and offering. Online at www.thechurchwithzeal.org give. On Cash App at dollar sign the church with zeal. Via the Givelify app. By mail to Salem Missionary Baptist Church, P.O. Box 817, Lilburn, Georgia 30048 or in person at the church office on Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. It's not necessary to wait until Sunday to give. Online, Givelify, Cash App, or mail-in contributions may be submitted on any day of the week. Thank you for your continued support of the ministry at Salem Missionary Baptist Church.